It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, welcome back. One hour down, one hour to go. Some Rays baseball after this. We got the inside pitch at 11. This week in Rays baseball at 11.30. Pre-game 12.30. First pitch at 1.10. Rays and athletics today. Our buddy Steve Carney will be on at 11. But it's 10 o'clock on Sunday. You know what that means? Our hit the cut half hour with our good buddy Paul Russo. You've been on. You've been a traveling man, brother. But you're back in studio. How how has it been the last couple of weeks? It's been great. You know, getting a chance to to go see Paulie play. In fact, when I leave here, I'm driving to Orlando because we're playing in uh, the Prospect Wire tournament. So nice. We got the four teams going on today, and uh, so I've been going back and forth to Orlando <laughs> the last two days. It's insane, man. But South Alabama with a great run. Uh, I saw the one game when they pinch hit. They brought him in. Yeah, we talked about it. They put him in, and after the guy that the guy hits a home run to help tie the game, and then the next inning, the coach a ballsy move takes him out, yeah. puts Paulie, and he rips a single down the line, bottom he, of the tenth. You got some great TV time sitting there by the dugout. Oh, really? You were standing stone cold. Just, no, I was just sitting there, bro. You didn't move. You're like statue, bro. Listen, bro. It, it was a hundred and ninety <laughs> degrees there. And you know, I'm not it was used so to hot. Jay, I'm not used to sitting in bleachers. Yeah. I'm used to being in the dugout. I'm sitting, sitting there. there and I just didn't want to move, you know. And I saw Alexa, I had a big Alexa night. walking yeah. back and forth. Oh, Alexa was having fun with all of you know, <laughs> all of the, the baseball team friends and mm-hmm. girlfriends back there. So she was having a good time. Melissa and Talia were up in the shade. Yeah, they and, were smart. The yeah. smart ones. Yeah, so I was up there just dying. So, th- th- those bleachers were terrible. What does Paulie do in the summer now? Well, he'll be home. He's uh, now that he's going into a senior year. He's mm-hmm. starting his internship, um, so he's got to do an internship, and he's taking some summer classes, and then that's it. We'll see leg being stronger. I mean, oh yeah, next yeah. Year. Oh no. Well, of course, you know he's got to work out. He goes to work out every day, yeah. and uh, you know he's building back up and trying. You know, we're going to try to put on ten, fifteen pounds this summer. Yeah, and now and then Alexa, I saw yesterday first team All State. Yeah. as a sophomore. Yeah. at Tampa Catholic. What no. an unbelievable start! No, to a was high school it? Career. It uh, you know she's had two good years. She's yeah. had she's had two really nice years. You know she, uh, you know the thing about her, Jay, she puts a time in. Mm-hmm. She truly does. And uh, you know with her this summer, you know she's playing. We actually started Hit Factory softball. Nice. Yeah. So my buddy Eli Cura is coaching it, and uh, Andy Gonzalez. And when I get a chance to get away from the boys, I go out there and I, and I help. Now, one thing that I'm talking about pro uh, prep sports, yep. I always, and, and you're a great guy to ask this to, when when I've done lessons in the past, I've always enjoyed doing lessons with girls instead of boys. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, the guys, and I think it's sometimes in our DNA, it's we're guys, we have to do sports. You're not a man unless you know or like or right. play sports. I think a lot of times the girls that play sports, they're not in it so much for the mom or the dad. They're in it for themselves, and they're much more prepared and much more serious. They take it serious, and they bust their ass. You very rarely see a girl, uh, very see, rarely see a female athlete really kind of sandbagging it. Is that well, how, I can tell how you, true it, is that? It's a hundred times more enjoyable coaching girls than it is boys. Mm-hmm. Um, their work ethic, their maturity is is unbelievable, and... 
when you actually tell them something, they do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they repeat it over. And, and that's and I think that's the biggest difference, Jay, is, is I, I, I truly think after dealing with hundreds and thousands of boys that the girls can repeat it easily. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest difference. And they can do it quicker. And it's just, you know, everything with the girls is yes, sir, no, sir. You mm-hmm. know, it's 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 uh it's just a just different dynamic. Di- way different dynamic. They're just much more enjoyable to work with. All right, so now next step for high school baseball players, uh, high school season's over. And now what do you suggest for kids that are not seniors, are not going to that next level quite yet, but the freshmen, sophomore, juniors, their high school season's done. Let's say guys that aren't committed yet, what's their step? What, what should they be doing this Well, summer? they should be, one, working on getting stronger. That's the first mm-hmm. thing training practicing and then how so though that's the thing people want people want to ask oh, how do you get bigger how do you get stronger is it the weight lifting is it crossfit is it more, well I, being I, more I, don't, flexible? I think crossfit is a little you know that's a little much mm-hmm. i think it's one eating better getting on, on a nutritional program uh and then finding a good um personal trainer not necessarily a a, a muscle head guy at the gym but somebody that's going to help you be flexible uh, train the right muscle groups and and get your body in a position to to get bigger and stronger. Now you know it's it's hard to put on muscle, but it's not hard to get strong. Yeah, and I think that's you know the misconception. All these guys they say, well, we want to get bigger and stronger, so we go to the gym and we try to bench press and just try to make our big muscles bigger. And and actually in baseball, it's the smaller muscles. Now with Hit Factory, ours is a little different. We're not getting necessarily all of the high end D one. Nope. Guys, that, that ours is a little different. We're right. trying to help guys that right. don't get the looks. I mean, I, I look at what happened with Wharton this year, mm-hmm. and uh, your buddy Hoffman should give you a big hug because <laughs> you look at and, and we we love Scott. No, he's a, he's an right. awesome guy. Scott's awesome a great dude. guy. Scott is an awesome dude. But you look at guy like Zach Sarois and mm-hmm. Austin Appel mm-hmm. and Ricky Nieves. Ricky Nieves. Exactly I mean, these, right. these are three guys that really didn't get a chance last year, mm-hmm. and they had they all three of them had a pretty damn good summer for Hit yeah. Factory. We're not saying so much that it was just because it was Hit Factory. No. It was just the opportunity it, that these kids It's get. the opportunity to play. It's an opportunity to practice more. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the opportunity, Jay, to, to get out there and succeed. Uh, I, I think, well, you're talking about three great kids to begin with. Yeah. The great, attitude is huge. Great attitude, great work ethic. And I think they knew coming from Scott to, to us was that we were no-nonsense guys. And if mm-hmm. we're going to work, we're going to work and get better. And uh, we're just not out here to take BP and leave. We're out here to work, take ground balls. And, and it's the whole mental approach, physical approach. But those three guys took it from the summer to the fall and then to the spring. And those three guys were a d- direct result um, of helping Wharton do extremely well this year. And I'm proud for I'm, – I'm, not only proud for us at Hit Factor, I'm proud for those three oh, kids. Yeah. Because, and their parents and their families. And yeah. their families because – it showed that you don't have to be uh, the top-tier guy. You don't have to be the guy that's always in the paper. Be the guy that works hard, and you're going to get noticed, and you're going to help your team win. Now, we see what the great things, I mean, Prospect Wire, they're really on the come up. They do yeah. such a good job of incorporating social media and really doing a bunch of different events that can really help kids get noticed. We saw it last year with with guys like Mo Hanley and, and Danny Gutcher and then Antonio Jenkins. Those are three guys that they made those little cards on them. It's, yeah. it, those things, that's a big deal nowadays. 
Do you, do you get the sense that sometimes kids can do too many of those showcases? Because I think at times if you're a kid that goes every single week to right. a showcase or, or a tournament like that where they can start picking you apart. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, for one, you don't need to do that. Yeah. For one, you don't need to do that. From so a physical from aspect. From a physical aspect. Yeah. It's not healthy. Two, uh, when you go to those things, two things are going to happen. You're going to get ex- – well, one thing's going to happen. You're going to get exposed, good, bad, or otherwise. So if you're not on your game, you're going to get exposed in a negative light. If you're on it, you're going to get blown up, you know. And uh, that's why I think that, you know, Jay, one thing that we do different is we practice. Mm-hmm. We practice. A lot of these teams don't. Two, three times a week. And as a parent, if I'm spending money, if I'm putting in my weekends and sometimes. Big money. Yeah, big money. Well, it's not big money for us. I mean, I, I must be the dumbest guy in town because <laughs> I'm the cheapest guy in town. But that's okay, too. Um, but that's not why you're in it. No, I mean, I'm not in it for that. You're in it to make a living, but right. you're not in it I'm to, not in it to, to you know, suck everybody dry. I'm not in it to build a house. Let's yeah. put it that way. And, you know, but if you're going to invest as a parent your money, your time, sitting there watching, I want my kid to be prepared. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand how, as a parent or an athlete, you can say, okay, I'm not going to practice with my team at all. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to show up every other weekend and try to face guys throwing 87 and 91 uh, and try to play. You're not going to be successful. So It's impossible. It's impossible. You have to be so good, and you have to do so much work on your own, but still, you yeah. can't work on bunt play. You no, know you, mean? you can't, you can't work missing, on being a total player. You're missing the team aspect of right. that, and I think that's one of the bad things when it comes to youth baseball right now. Um, but the other thing is, so what, what age groups do we have out there this weekend? This weekend, we have the 14s. Uh, the 16s and the 18s. So we wow, got five so teams out there. What this time weekend. is the first game? Uh, first game was at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Are you heading there right from here? Oh, after here, I drive out there. Yeah. Nice. Um, and the other thing is uh, for seniors, for guys that let's say they don't have a place to play, how late? And and I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day. Is just because you don't have a commitment and your senior year is over, after the draft comes, there's kind of like a sliding scale because oh, yeah. some of those guys that are D1 go into the draft and then they stay in, you know, and they get, go to their major league team and then JUCO slides up and then there's more spots in JUCO and then right. D2 and D3. It's a, it, you know, it's a so trickle-down effect. It's there's not, no question. For those kids that don't have a place to play after their senior year and they want to play the summer is a really good chance for them to really find somewhere. It's huge. You know, you know, you know, as well as last summer, we had five kids that never played high school baseball, never made a team, got cut. They all got scholarships last year. So say that again, there's five, five kids that never played high school baseball, period. Either sat the bench or didn't make the team. We got scholarships last summer. They to me, got, that's more impressive than five, than a team then, that's got five D one guys. Exactly right. Because how much did you really help them? Exactly right. They, you know, those kids, those kids are going to play no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not into those kids because, you know, you're not helping those guys. Those guys, you know, they got everybody and their mother after them. It, it's no big deal for them. I want the guys to get the opportunity that are the good baseball players, but that have just been overlooked. And I would say that. There are a ton of schools, a ton of schools that are still looking to sign high school seniors. Now, there's a when I don't want to mention the kid's name or the school he went to, okay. but there was a kid that we had went to a, one of the big time organizations, didn't yep. make their top team, that's right, and then didn't have anywhere to play, and mm-hmm. then you found them a place to play. Mm-hmm. So, how often does that happen? Kids go somewhere and they think All right, more I'm go often here. than than you think. Yeah, but 
he's one of the only guys, Jay, that, you know, and and, and I could be a jerk and say, you know what, I'm not going to help you. Yeah. You know, and I know why they left. They thought they left because, like anything else, they think the grass is greener on the other side. And what they find out is when you have a guy, such, or you, when you have guys such as ourselves that are willing to help kids, you see, they were into the trophy chasing. They mm-hmm. were into, if I go play for this team, I'm going to be a Division One player. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm telling you right now, you're not. Now, you could be maybe a small, small, small Division One player, um, but, you know, you're either a Division One player or you're not. And and that's no big deal because I've seen guys at D2 that kill guys in D1. Yeah. You know, look at UT. Exactly right. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, somebody's perspective on how they look at you. You could be too fat. You can be too skinny. You can, whatever. You know, it's it's a, it's a beauty contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, the kid came back and said, Coach, I want to play. And, and I said, okay, no problem. We'll find you a place to play. Now, kudos to the kid and the parents for humbling themselves. Oh, yeah. Because at the end of the day, sometimes people's pride is too much, well, and they don't go back. Exactly right. And they say, well, I don't, I don't want to go back. Right. And at times, that's one of the best things you can do is kind of humble yourself and realize you made a mistake. Go back and do it again. Well, I think that, you know, uh, everybody has to be humbled. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, hopefully it's not a bad situation that w- why you get humbled. But normally when you're humbled, good things happen for you. And... uh you know, I think this a couple of kids that it happened to, uh, they're gonna they're gonna go on and 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 do well. And you know what? You never know, Jay. You never know. You still might get a shot to play professional baseball. But if you don't, you get that piece of paper. Yeah. And when you got that piece of paper, life is easier. That's a great point. All you right, know? we couldn't do it last week, but Pat Donovan gets his first crack at our picks to click when we come back. All right, we're back. Second part of our Hit the Cut half hour with our good buddy Paul Russo. He's joining us before he heads out to Orlando for a great prospect wire tournament. And, uh, yeah, talking a lot of baseball today. And you know what time it is now. I'm happy that Pat Donovan's here so we can participate in our Picks to Click. Here we go. Pick to Click. All right, first time with Pat doing it. So you get a, a point for a single, two for a double, three for a triple, four for a home run, and then a point for a run, a stolen base, and an RBI. Oh, I didn't know there was a point system. I yeah, like this. Yeah, point system. All right, I like Paul. This. In today's Rays A's game, who do you got? I got Chris Davis. Chris Davis. Yes. KRS one. I'm calling. I'm even going to go on a limb. I'm going to call two jacks. Two Just jacks. Just from him. Wow. Just from him. That's pretty bold. But he's given up. Whoever's, I'm not even going to say his name, but he's given up four or five jacks today. <laughs> That's a, all right, Pat, what do What's you got? What's your deal with Chris Archer, man? What, what, are you, what are you doing to you? I bro? love Chris Archer, but he oh, like he gives no. up bombs. Hey, it could be a, hey, could be solo shots. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's hopefully a solo they're only guy. solo guy, solo shots. But that guy gives up bombs. What do you got, Pat? I'm going to go with Longo, man. Longo had a good day yesterday. Had a home run in game two. Had the walk-off single in game one. I think he builds on that momentum. I'm going to stick with Longo. That's a great call. I like it, Pat. I like it. I'm going to go Yonder Alonso. That was my boy. I said he's got the Sunshine State ties, Miami, Coral Gables High School. I'm going to go Yonder Alonso. Pat's got Longoria. And the season series is tied at three because the last time we played when Trey was here, you picked Dozier. He was one for five. Uh, he, Trey picked Beckham. He was one for seven. Remember, that was that long yeah. game. And I had Dickerson. He was four for eight. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have much of a chance on that one. But good job, my friend. All right. Uh, a couple more things. 
uh, before we go, I wanted to ask you about uh, how Aaron Judge has cut down on the strikeouts. Um, he cut down that leg kick a little bit, but just talk about, and you're a guy that was a power hitter as well, um, the ability to hit the ball, you know, foul pole to foul pole, how important it is to drive the ball to right field. Well, I think, Jay, by him cutting down his swing a little bit, cutting down his leg kick, and when I say cutting down his swing, I mean getting the uppercut out of his swing early. You know, you've mm-hmm. got to have an uppercut, but it's got to be later in At your swing. At the finish. At the finish. Now, and that's the other thing, too. You right. say that, and that kind of parlays into my next question. The level swing plane of a guy like Tim Beckham and Derek Norris, those are two guys that I see on the Rays, that they're level through the zone. Right. What do you tell guys, and I had this conversation with a travel ball guy the other mm-hmm. day, 10-year-old travel ball parent, thought he knew everything in the world. I've, of course. I've been, I've been coaching longer than you, he says. Mm-hmm. I've been coaching six years. <laughs> I said, that's exactly how he sounded. And I said, bro, I've been coaching since I moved here when I was 20. That's 12 years. And he's like, oh, my bad. And he's like, you got to swing down on the ball. You got to swing down on the ball. What do you tell? What do you say to people that swing down on the ball? Because I think people overemphasize swinging down on the ball, right. but you have to finish high too. Well, well, finishing high is the key. But what what most people don't realize is, and I don't say down on the ball because to me it's all terminology. Mm-hmm. I think when you when you start the swing, the beginning of the swing is rotational, and when you're rotating, that front shoulder, in my opinion, has to stay down until the hands clear the body. Once the hands clear the body, that's a good point. Then, when the hands clear the body, that's when the ball is either dipping or sinking or doing whatever. So then, that's when the bat head is going to drop to hit the ball. You know, I you cannot drop your bat head as you're turning at the beginning of your swing because if you do, it's a guaranteed pop up or a topper. You know, your bat head has to be on a diagonal plane as you're turning. And once your hands start to clear, when you recognize the pitch and approach it, that's when your your hands are going to be above the barrel. Or if the ball's up, your barrel's going to be above your hands. It's very simple. People make it, you know, people have written books and have made it uh, very difficult uh, to talk about catapult hitting and all. It's all bull crap. Linear rotation yeah, hitting and stuff linear, like that. I always feel hit, like it's yeah. a combination it's, of, it's, of it's, both. It's absolutely a combination of both. It is first rotational, then it is linear. Bottom line, so and these and, people, they uh, Jay, I'm watching books. perfect. Yeah, I read that guy's books, and not to dog the guy, but I read that guy's books, the first chapter of each book, and I threw them away. <laughs> I literally threw them away. I think I need to write a book, and I'll be a gazillionaire and, and on the New York Times top seller list because people try to uh, instead of simplifying hitting, they make it more difficult. Listen, get your foot down, see the ball, and hit it. It's that simple. Now, if you have mechanical flaws, mechanical flaws are easy to fix, you know. Um, but but some of these guys, they just make it too hard, and that's why kids struggle. You know, and it, it's just the biggest thing to me is that you know you, see, you there's a lot of guys teaching hitting that never could hit. Mm-hmm. So how can you teach hitting if you never could hit? It's not like you can coach baseball and you weren't a great player. That's it's completely different. I could teach getting hit by a pitch. There you go. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that either. Listen, yeah. sometimes you got to do it like in Bad News Bears. Stick it in there, get on first base. Whatever works. Whatever works. But. Now, I wanted to ask you, too, about Ryan Stanek, a uh, guy who throws 100 for the Rays. But so, at times he gets ripped. Oh, yeah. What, what can a guy do? And I know you, you, know, you were a catcher as well. Mm-hmm. But what can a pitcher do? 
maybe what does he does he develop a little bit of a cut fastball? I mean, he he thinks you know it's it's tough to see a guy throw a hundred and, and get, get smoked yeah. like that. I mean, does he have to change something about? I, it? I, I think he might just have to change finger pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, you got if you got one of the best pitching coaches in the game with you, so you're going to be able to figure that out. It's not mechanical. His ball is just flat. Yeah. You know, so you might have to change finger pressure a little bit, maybe throw a little pine tar on it, a little Vaseline just to get some different mm-hmm. movement. But it's all finger Ooh, pressure. I like that. Oh, yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes he's got to do something. Yeah. And, and, that, and you know, I wouldn't go change mechanically because once you change mechanically, that's when when uh, things can start going wrong physically. You know, just change finger, you know. And it's not all about uh, pressure points. You look at a guy no. like CC Sabathia, who's throwing as slow as he's ever thrown, and he's having a hell of a year. I think he's Rather, got six uh, listen, or seven wins this year. Because what what you realize, the older you get as a pitcher, is all about location and movement, and that's why Tom Glavin and 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 Greg and, Maddox. and Greg Maddox were great because you didn't have to throw ninety one. Look, I guarantee you, Jay, right now, you could take a guy out there that throws eighty four miles an hour, and he'll carve up the major leagues. Mm-hmm. He'll carve him up if he's got movement and he's got location. It's not all about throwing 100 miles an hour. Look, what what baseball is going to go back to, mark my words, in the next 10 years, because everything's cyclical and it has uh, changes, they're going to go back to guys that are finesse pitchers and not guys that just blow gas. Every guy that blows gas in the big leagues has been hurt. Every guy. Look at the New York Mets, for instance. Every guy on their staff has gone down because they're hard throwers, hard throwers, hard throwers. Steven Strasburg, hard thrower when he first came out, everything was 104. Mm -hmm. He hasn't gotten close to 100 in in the last couple of years. Settled it down. Right, because he's had to learn how to pitch. Because no matter what, somebody is going to get in there and turn on you. It's funny. John Smoltz was talking about that yesterday. He was like, everybody throws so hard in the average fastball. I think it was just five years ago was 91. Now it's up to 93. But you're right. I mean, you look and it's kind of, there was a stat the other day. I just saw all the pictures of all the players that were injured. And it's like, that's such a crappy part about the sport, isn't it? Well, you have to talk about not only is it crappy about it, but but I think what happens is because now pitchers are doing all these things to get bigger, stronger. They're throwing heavier balls. They're doing all these type of throwing programs. Nobody on the Atlanta Braves in the '90s ever got hurt. Mm-hmm. There, there's something to that science. Nobody ever got hurt when Leo Mazzoni was the uh, pitching coach. Pitching yeah. coach. Now guys are dropping like flies, and I think it's because everybody's trying to throw harder. They're trying to make small muscles big muscles, and instead of making small muscles strong muscles, they're trying to make small muscles big muscles. And when you do that, something's going to give. There's only so much pressure you can put on a joint and ligaments. I don't care who you are. You know that's why you don't see guys when when I look at it this way. I compare it to this when I look at a sprinter, they're lean and and not that heavily muscled. They're lean. Mm-hmm. And those guys sprint for a living. So I look at pitchers like sprinters. My arms are sprinter. You know, why am I going to build it up so big that it can't do what it's supposed to do? I have to keep I have to get it strong, I have to get it lean, and I have to get long muscles. I don't want to have short tight muscles. 
But you look at some of the pitchers, their forearms are bigger than the hitters. <laughs> Think about on? that, bro. I saw a guy the other day that had a Jason Giambi cable going through his forearm pitching the other day. Looking like go, Ronnie D. Yeah. I go, <laughs> this guy's sauced up or something because that that forearm was massive. And <laughs> There you go. Just like that. <laughs> Jacked up like Ronnie D. Always great stuff, Paul. Thanks for coming in, and uh, we'll see you next week, buddy. You got it, brother. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.